Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. It's just over a week until the return to tennis paradise, but we've still got some business around the globe before we get there. Will Guadalajara become paradise for Sloan Stevens? She enters tonight's final in Mexico with a shot to win her first tournament in nearly four years. Plus, it's full speed ahead for Rafa Nadal. He's heading to Indian Wells with another title. How long can he keep his perfect season alive? We honor the amazing careers and contributions of Venus and Serena Williams in our Black History Month celebration. And our team has scoured through 150 matches, searching for the best points and hottest shots to bring you this week's best of the best. If the sombrero fits, it's time to celebrate on TC Live right now. 91 times he's bitten into a trophy. Welcome to TC Live presented by Expedia, getting you ready for the final championship match after a long week of action from all around the globe. Sloane Stevens taking on Marie Boskova, the American looking for her seventh career title while the Czech goes for her first. Second career meeting, Boskova took the only previous match in 2019. I love the music getting TC Live kicked off. Steve Weisman. Hall of Famer Tracy Austin. She was dancing in the green room Paul before we even started. Yes, she's been dancing all day. Stop. We only got five minutes of TC Live yesterday, so go. we're excited for a full half-hour show. And we've got a trophy to hand out. It starts top of the hour. Sloane Stevens in another final. Her first, Tracy, since the WTA finals back in 2018. What's impressed you the most on her run to this championship match? The way that she's been able to dig out of a couple of tough matches when she is not playing her best. And you know what? I think this is just an opportunity for Sloan to get a title and start to get work her way back into the elite because, Paul, you coached her. She has way too many weapons, way too much talent not to be in the top 20 in the world. Yeah, and you hit the nail on the head. When you win matches like this where you're not playing great and you can just hang in there and find ways to problem solve, for someone like Sloan, it's vital. Remember what happened before she won the U.S. Open? She was coming back from the foot injury. She was trying to get momentum, wasn't playing great, and then all of a sudden won a couple tough matches. So this is really important for Sloan. Today should just be the icing on the cake for her because she's done a great job this week. That last final in 2018, she got to three in the world, a win tonight. She can get back to the top 50 in the world and see how that gets her rolling for the rest of the season. The match you just saw, the final in Santiago, guaranteed to have a new ATP champion this week. It's the 21-year-old Sebastian Baez taking on Pedro Martinez of Spain, Tracy. Pedro Martinez in the near court, and he actually was down to love and then got up 3-2. Actually had points for 4-2, but it was the massive forehand from the young man Baez, just 21 years old, that really got the job done. He won that first set 6-4. And in the second set, Pedro Martinez mixing it up well, Started playing better and a few more mistakes from Baez. Baez, by the way, the 21-year-old serving here, he won nine 
excuse me, got to the finals of nine challengers last year and won six. So what an incredible 2021. But a little bit different at this level. ATP Tour, Baez's first final, and it was Martinez's second. He's been playing at this level a little bit longer. Great pass there to hold his serve to go up 5-4. And this point here is actually the third match point, and it's going to go just over the baseline. And what an emotional moment for Martinez. This is a long journey for the 24-year-old, and it was a long match. Two hours and 47 minutes. Very physical tennis. Back and forth. So many ebbs and flows. Emotional. Fourth Spaniard to win a title this year. Joining Carlos Alcaraz, Rafael Nadal, and Albert Ramos Vignolas as we take a look at our Expedia match summary. Paul, you called this match. What, which one of these numbers stands out to you? Well, when you look at the second serve points, when you went, wow, why didn't Baez win this match? He won a lot more of his second serve points. Unfortunately for Baez, that's about the same number of first serve points that he won. So it was really a returner's haven out there today. Look at all those opportunities and just a few more unforced errors for Baez as the match went on between these between all these numbers they're not going to tell you a lot in isolation so it was really about what happened between the lines and just for the 20 21 year old just a little bit of a new beginning for him you know maybe just a little bit more nervous thought a little bit too much about where he was in that third set both of these guys getting to new career highs with their results this week in Santiago for Pedro Martinez first career title. So he joins Felix Auger-Aliassime, Alexander Bublik, and Tanasi Kokonakis as first-time winners on the ATP Tour this year. You've been there, Tracy. What's it like to raise that first trophy? Well, you know, you start dreaming of playing on the Tour when you're 9, 10, and you're dreaming of first getting there, but then you want to win one title, at least. There's so many titles, so many players, Paul, that we know that retire without winning any titles at all. So this is a day that Pedro Martinez is going to win, remember for the rest of his life. And it was so beautiful that he was able to go over, share it with members of his team that have been there supporting him. I mean, there's so many ups and downs. It's so tough to get through the futures, the challengers. And now to get his first title is very memorable. Yeah, that long pathway, you know, it's so difficult to kind of put into words what goes through your mind emotionally about everything that's happened and happening to you as you're trying to grab that first trophy. And, and so for Martinez to be able to come through today in a match that actually there's more pressure on him. Mm. He's the elder statesman, right? He's 24 years of age playing a 21-year-old. So there's a little bit more pressure on him. He did a really nice job. And you mentioned it, Tracy, when you see them hug their teammates and their family and the coaches. It makes you feel really good about the journey that they're on. Pedro Martinez getting his first career title. Rafa Nadal last night going for number 91. How about that? The Spaniard looking to stay perfect in the new year. Taking on Cam Nori in Acapulco. By the way, Nori was on a 14-match winning streak in North America, Paul. Yeah, Nori's been playing great tennis, winning the title in Delray Beach. But it was Rafa that got off to a good start, a little bit more offensive from the back of the court right here is break point. And what do we see? We see the typical Nadal slingshot forehand passing shot that got him off to that break of serve and he kind of cruised through the rest of the first set it was good tennis here's where cam gets furious first game of the second set break point he thought rafa's return was wide he mishit it there is no hawkeye it's linesman but what does cam nori do only what he always does he digs in and finds a way to break back gets on serve rafa started getting a little bit more offensive as the match went on i give nori a ton of credit 
for adjusting and finding ways to put pressure on Rafa. He was down two breaks the second set, got one of those back, and look at the magic wand right there of Rafa Nadal on the half volley. Tracy Austin was gobsmacked when she saw that for the first time. And it was great, Rafa. We've seen it so many times before. And here he is at 40-15, serving it out for the second match. Rafa Nadal, 15-0, three titles this year. Look out, men, on the ATP Tour. He's back. These are some gob, what is it, gobsmacking? Gobsmacking gob numbers we're about to show you right here for Mr. Nadal with the sombrero on. 15 straight wins. How about that 91st career title? 11 straight finals won. He's now won 13 sets in a row, dating back to the Australian Open, and 20 straight in Acapulco. Let's hear from Rafa. I mean, very, very difficult conditions. Uh, Cameron is, uh, is a very solid player. He's a tricky player. Uh, uh, well, he, he's, he makes you feel that you cannot play comfortable against him at all. So um, uh, I have been going through some very difficult moments, not during the match, no, but I was able to to save um, and then uh, uh, take advantage when I had the, the chances. No, so very pleased. Uh, it's a very important title for me, so uh, uh, I can't be happier. When he won for the first time in Acapulco, he was the youngest ever champion in Acapulco. Winning this year, he's now the oldest ever champion in Acapulco. About 15-plus years in between, Tracy. Uh, Daniil Medvedev is going to be the new number one player in the world. Is Rafa Nadal the best player in the world right now? Wow, that's a great question because Rafa's being very selective about how many tournaments he's playing because of that left foot injury. He did not play for the last five months of 2021, so he's not playing as many tournaments. So, And also, remember, Novak Djokovic didn't get to play the Australian, mm -hmm. so that helped Medvedev become world number one. I think for this year, how about that? Can I kind of sit on the fence there? For this year, it's obviously Rafa Nadal. He even said he's been very emotional when he gives the interviews afterwards because a month and a half ago, he said, I never, no one on my team, I wouldn't have believed this because the pain was still hurting him so much. So now at 35, yeah. it, that's absurd. At 35 years old, to go in 15-0, and 0, the best season, start his career, start his year ever, is absolutely amazing. How do you even stay motivated for those, that span of 17 years? Yeah, that's what's, that's what's amazed me is you look at the elation on his face after a tournament like this, which is a great tournament, but it's not Wimbledon, it's not the U.S. Open. He's won 7,000 tournaments already, right? But to go to Acapulco <laughs> and to see the joy and the sheer fun that he has still competing and playing tennis, to me, that's what drives him and that's why he's so spectacular and, and Tracy you mentioned December he said he wasn't sure he was going to be able to play again let alone win titles so to come back and then battle COVID before uh, the Australian Open uh, get through that and win down there at Melbourne tournament and then the Australian mm -hmm. Open and then here I just think it's amazing and, and that's why you can never ever say what great players are going to do because you just don't know they are not, they are not the except I mean, they are not the rule they're the exception and by the way, I'm going to get it. <laughs> you got it right. No, no that's good sentence right. structure right there. Uh, also, a couple wins against Medvedev on the way to yes. 15 and 0 this year. So, I think Rafa Nadal's, as you said, best player in the world this year. He's he's got to be right now. He is. Yeah, the, the race. He's number one. We also had a great doubles final uh, yesterday. How about this? We had Stefano Tsitsipas. He's got uh, that's a cute, cute that's girl with so a point cute. toss right there. Biggest point toss ever. Yeah, that was amazing. Look at this. Look at this game uh, at five-five here. Two break points. Look how long this point is. Look at the athleticism and variety. And look at Stefano slips as he's coming forward. Still finds his way into the net. 
And that's the break of serve that those guys needed to close out the first set. But only after a no-add point here, big backhand up the middle to hold serve and give Tsitsipas and Lopez the first set. Second set, there was nothing between these two teams. A lot of athleticism and a lot of moving at the net. Lopez and Tsitsipas stayed back a lot. I was very surprised. Feli Lopez there with the big forehand down the line. And here we are sealing the deal. First title for Stefano Tsitsipas and number six for Feli Lopez. And they get the sombreros. Uh, gotta love that tournament in Acapulco. Lopez said it was at the Labor Cup that they decided, hey, we're going to play some doubles together. They're going to do it some more as well. Still to come, we are leading up to that final in Guadalajara. Sloane Stevens, Marie Boskova, and then how about Alexander Zverev scheduled to return to the court next weekend? Our experts on whether he should be allowed to. And the highly anticipated, never duplicated best of the best from this week still to come. But next up, we focus on the amazing careers of Venus and Serena Williams as our Black History Month celebration continues. You're watching TC Live. Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s-inspired style and cutting-edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high-energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. The feats of Venus and Serena Williams are legendary. Brilliance that has transcended their sport and made them icons. There we are. It's Serena Williams again, 14 years after that first victory here. Grand Slam number 22. The sisters from Compton, California first captivated audiences in the mid-90s with their signature beaded cornrows, infectious smiles, and unsurpassed talent. But beyond dominating tennis for most of this century, they've also become symbols of much more than the game itself. Young girls and boys of color saw themselves in them. Unapologetically black, unapologetically proud, and unapologetically great. The Williams sisters have used their platform to elevate black voices and to help pursue solutions to problems faced in the black community. They founded the Yatundi Price Resource Center in their hometown of Compton, named after their sister, who was murdered in 2003. The center is a leader in mental health programming in black and brown communities, assisting students struggling with heightened mental health issues and providing aid to trauma victims. From championships to culture, entrepreneurship to service, the Williams sisters have carved out a towering legacy that surpasses the boundaries of tennis. Thank you so much, Taylor. You can see all of our Black History Month stories with Taylor Townsend and Nick Monroe at TennisChannel.com. All 14 of our new features are archived and available. I encourage you to check them out. When we come back on TC Live, we've got the best of the best. It's been a spectacular week from all around the globe. So who finished in the top five hottest shots? We'll let you know next. Tracy Paul and Steve back on TC Live, presented by Expedia, leading you up to the final in Guadalajara. Top of the hour, Tracy joining Mark Petchy on the call. Sloane Stevens going for her seventh career title and first in four years. Plenty of hot shots guaranteed in that match. But first, 
Our best points and hottest shots of the week thus far. Incredible! That's just big hitting there. Are you kidding me? Oh my goodness. Mark that down for best of the best. How did Cultivate dig that one out? He gets there again. Superb foot speed and agility, the control on the ball finally to create the angle. And look at that, sliding into the ball on the hard court. McDonald looked right out of that, but back he comes. One-handed flick. Wow. Uh, that's some good stuff from Mackie McDonald. My favorite thing, Rafa, when he says, sorry, yes. <laughs> but, he, but he waits till Medvedev has probably turned around, yeah. sorry, and then goes with the double fist pump. Uh, Pedro Martinez got his first career title today. He also gets, Paul, our honorable mention just out of the top five. How about this one? Tough to make <laughs> shots from your keister on the clay, but I tell you what, that was pretty impressive, especially when you have to go one-handed. Stayed in the point and won the point. Man, oh, man. Good form with that one hand. On what, balance on the stuff. left knee. Good stuff. Really good stuff. Time to enter the social nets, and Alexander Zverev has added a Davis Cup tie to his schedule coming up this weekend, March 4th and 5th in Brazil. Tracy, I'll start with you. Should he be even allowed to be playing tennis right now after what happened uh, this past week in Acapulco on the doubles court? Yeah, I, I don't think so, and I would think... I'm assuming that there might be a suspension coming up because I do not think if he were going to be playing Indian Wells, he'd be traveling to Brazil to play on clay right before Indian Wells. So uh, I really am disappointed that the two governing bodies, the ATP and the ITF, which is the, uh, the Davis Cup is under that umbrella, aren't more aligned. Yeah, that, that's the biggest problem, right? We have this uh, system of governments and tennis where it's so splintered, it makes it really difficult. Even if the ATP said, no, you can't play, this, the ATP has no sanctioning rights over the Davis Cup. So uh, in a perfect world, that would happen. That's not going to happen with tennis because it never has. So everyone's going to be up to their own little fiefdoms to figure it out. But long story short, no, he shouldn't be playing. There should be some suspension. You can argue as to what or for how long, but this is dangerous. I mean, this is too close for comfort. All right, let's get to some better news in our social net. How about Iga Sviantek? And uh, she loves the books of Ken Follett, the thrillers. Wow. 
and Ken Follett tweeted who, uh, about her reading the book, and, and she said, who cares about tennis right now? How cool is this? That's amazing. And you know what? The players need to find a way to kind of stay relaxed right before they go out on court. I guess this is when she's getting treatment, so some listen to music, some play cards, some play board games. I think Rafa, we see him at the U.S. Open with his team kind of huddled in the corner playing board games. What would you do, Paul? Uh, cards. A lot of cards. cards. Team Fetter did a lot of cards. I played some cards with Mr. Sampras and Tim Henman. I mostly just listened to him talk. <laughs> and now with Taylor, you're a gamer, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm a big gamer. I'll <laughs> leave that to T. Fritz. <laughs> All right, we are uh, moments away from the walkouts following TC Live. Sloan Stevens going for another title. Career number seven in Guadalajara, taking on Marie Boscova. Back to get you set for this match in a break. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Welcome back to TC Live Tennis Channel once again. The exclusive home for complete first ball through finals live coverage of the BNP Paribas Open in Indian Wells. All the star-studded ATP and WTA action from the California desert begins Wednesday, March 9th. TC Live begins every day at 1 p.m. Eastern. Danielle Number one in the world. It's not even a dream anymore, it's a goal. Well done, Daniel Medvedev. You are fully deserving the title of the best player in the world. All right, when the new rankings come out on Monday, the Russian, Daniil Medvedev, going to take over the top spot. First time someone outside the big four gets to number one in the world since our own Andy Roddick did it. How significant is this, Paul? I think it's huge. I mean, look, for how long have we been talking about when is Rafa and Roger and Novak going to get old and get tired? Well, (laughs) guess what? Two of the three are still playing, and Roger's trying to get back there. But this man has played spectacular tennis really the last two and a half years. It's taken a lot for him to do it, but he was very close to having two successive majors in his pocket. Um, and, and he's done a great job. So this is just the beginning, I think, and it's it's pretty promising when you look at all the other young players, the Tsitsipas, uh, Berrettini, Rublev, all these guys that are right there, FAA. It's a lot of fun. Casper Ruud. So, look, we're not going to have Rafa, Roger, and Novak again. Let's just enjoy them while they're still there, but it's encouraging to see this. Yeah, and I think all those young guys, there's so many of them that are waiting for the big three to kind of, move over and they, they want to get in the conversation and for so long we were thinking okay maybe it's going to be Zverev he was got to number three team got to number three got Tsitsipas got to number three and then Medvedev leapfrogs all of them and the way that he strikes the ball he's six foot six he moves extremely well but his strokes are I mean they're unorthodox they're so big on the floor you, I, I don't feel like he's ever going to get to the contact point but then he hits it with accuracy time and time again he moves so well for six foot six he, he covers the court there's you know every inch 
He's got covered. How about those drop shots the other night against Nadal? I mean, it looked like so such great feel on the backhand. He's starting to incorporate that. Serve and volley some. So this guy really deserves it. All right, what happens next? Does Rafa get back to number one, or does another young player get to number one? Uh, if Rafa plays um, his normal schedule, pretty normal schedule, which isn't a ton in the fall, but up until then, I think Rafa will be number one again this year at some point. Um, if he doesn't, then I think Daniel Medvedev is going to be the guy for a while. Who, who would be the next young player, Tracy, in your opinion, that could take, take over that mantle? Well, that's what's so exciting. I mean, you, you came through so many different names. Um, I mean, I just want to see team back playing, but could it be FAA, uh, Felix Auger, Ali Asim, Shapovalov? Can he break mm. through? Um, I don't see somebody like, like a Casper Rude, but there's uh, Sitsipas. He's got a that backhand's got to be uh, a little bit stronger because we saw Nori really break down that backhand. But as far as Rafa, I think he's going to be so selective with his schedule to really help keep his foot healthy. I don't know. Unless he wins every tournament yeah, that he, he plays, which is possible. I think it's going to be tough. I, I think Rafa gets there. I think Carlos Alcaraz. Yes. Got to get to number one in the world. All right, there this is what's you. Good Look call. Look at you going Just way up. Hot there. takes today. I like that one. <laughs> uh, this is what's coming up next, Tracy. You're calling it. Sloan Stevens, Marie Boskova. What does Sloan need to do to win this match? I think Sloan really has to be very mentally tough, knowing that Boskova doesn't give you much. And I call it my aggressive scale. Uh, when, I, when I teach the kids, you know, don't be reckless at a 10. Don't be four or five where you're too passive, Sloan, which she's been a little too passive sometimes this week, particularly on the backhand. She's on the back foot. So I want her to live in six, seven, or eight, which is safe, but really driving the ball with control, you know, controlled strikes. That's a perfect summary. Sloan's biggest challenge for her is the fact that her default mode is reactive tennis because she's such a great athlete. And when she gets too reactive and relies on that speed and counterpunching ability, she gets a little passive. So I'm going to go with uh, Ms. Tracy Austin and say, Sloan, live at 6, 7, and 8 today. Live at 6, 7, and 8. I like that. Boskova 0-2 in finals looking for her first career WTA title. Sloane Stevens has lost her last three finals, but six titles overall. First final since the WTA finals in 2018. Tracy is going to head to the booth and join Mark Petchy for the call. For Tracy and Paul, I'm Steve. Thanks for joining us on TC Live. Enjoy the women's final in Guadalajara.